Hello and welcome to the MTM Vegas podcast. I'm Sean Coomer, your host, joined as always by MTM's managing editor, Mark Osterman. We have a great show for you. As a reminder, you can watch this entire show along with all the visuals that go with it at youtube.com forward slash miles to memories. Before we get into the show, as a reminder, you can find all of our Vegas content, that's posts, podcasts, and videos at mtmvegas.com. And if you're listening in Apple Podcasts, we really appreciate a five-star rating. If you could leave us a review, that would be great as well. Thank you so much for listening listening. Let's hit it. So Mark, did you see that uh, video of Circus Circus, uh, the check-in line for the hotel? I feel like it's adding insult to injury. First, you got to stay in Circus Circus. So you're staying in those rooms, but then they make you wait in this insane line to check in. Uh, It's from Pompsy, but it is a crazy video. It's like uh, Orlando TSA. That's That's the vibes I got there. If you've ever flown through Orlando's airport, you know what I'm talking about. Like just crazy long lines, but what and this was was this on a Saturday night Sunday because I know he posted on like a Monday, so it just seems weird. Like what what are so many people doing going to Circus Circus and why is did they only have one check in person or what? Probably you know cutbacks. I don't know, but if you know Circus Circus, like where the hotel check in is, kind of underneath the Adventure Dome area, it's a huge area in itself. They have a huge area for a line, and then the line stretched out from there all the way through like into kind of like where the the food court is past where like the adventure dome stairs are and stuff it was insane but like who waits so. <laughs> like just leave go somewhere else go do something or <laughs> or find a new hotel if you can or i don't know they 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 should wish that they were still mgm so they could have checked in on their phone <laughs> yeah that, that makes those uh auto check-ins even better i remember like i checked in years ago in malaysia at the at the first world hotel which was the largest hotel in the world it switched place a few times with mgm grand they have like six thousand rooms and uh, they had this like DMV system where you would get a number and then go sit down for three hours until your number was called. I guess that's no. better than waiting in the line. <laughs> that's horrible. Wow. Crazy. So you got a good circus circus peeps. Let's talk about uh, the big news uh, that uh, people called us out for not talking about it last week, but we're learning more about it. The Hawaiian marketplace has closed, uh, as has the uh, group of shops next door. I think the Boulevard shops uh, and also the Travel Lodge on the Strip has closed uh, they sold to a company called Gindi Capital in 2019 for 172 million dollars. Now there were rumors just seems north like a of deal there when I saw that. It seems like a deal. Yeah. Well, that, well yeah, in 2019 because everything went crazy. The values of everything uh, since then. Um, now we've talked about like uh, Toman Fertitta, the owner of Golden Nugget, uh, maybe doing a casino on Harmon, which is just north of there. Gindi seems like they're going to develop a. Uh, a mall. They're going to replace these malls with another mall. But these are pretty run down, like old strip mall areas. So it seems like uh, probably a better use of space. But that travel lodge has been there forever. Yeah. I mean, what does the strip need more than another mall, right? Like, can I just. <laughs> <laughs> mall, CVS, casino. That's what we got. That's what we do. Yeah, exactly. And the mall better have a CVS uh, in it, at least, uh, you know, as the anchor tenant, right? So, so. so you can get those Fiji waters at a lower price. Oh. <laughs> Shout out to later in the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, crazy, uh, crazy prices uh, with uh, Fiji water. But yeah, I mean, uh, Hawaiian Marketplace always seemed very strange. It sits in front of Polo Towers for people who kind of want to get an idea of where it's at. Basically across from like Cosmo and City Center. And uh, it was never Hawaiian. There was nothing, anything Hawaiian uh, to it. Um, there was always like these third tier restaurants and, you know, a, a crazy vibe. The other That's shops the had like names. a food court... 
Yeah, was it Chicks and Butts? Is <laughs> the one that uh, the chicken place? Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's a good name, I think. Uh, Chicks and Butts. It's a good Vegas, Vegas name. The Fat Bar, uh, Fat Burger, was in the Boulevard uh, shops there, the food court. So that's closing down or closed already. I think there's like one or two businesses left in the Hawaiian marketplace, uh, but they are going to uh, build a new quote-unquote flagship retail, entertainment, and dining experience. As you point out, just what the strip needs, right? Yeah, I've never actually gone into any of the shops or restaurants or anything. Like I've walked by it several times, but I usually walk on the other side of the strip anyway. Um, at that point of the strip, so I don't even really walk by. It just seems like a waste of space. And the Polo Towers have always seemed a bit strange to me too. But I've heard I've heard it looks nice. Like they're actually nice inside, and people really like it. But it just looks so crappy on the outside. Have you ever been in a room there? Never been in a room there. Um, you know, there are timeshows, so that's going to stick around. But um, yeah, I haven't uh, haven't been in a room. It's a great location, though, and I'm sure they'll ha- be happy to have nicer shops out front because there's always uh, a lot of crazy stuff going on at the Hawaiian Marketplace. But it's a, you know, it's where, a pe- it's another vintage piece of shady- Vegas going away. Where will be the shadiest place to stay if Travel Lodge is gone, though, on the Strip? The other Travel Lodge up by the <laughs> Circus Circus is still <laughs> is still there. So there you go. You, you, you Travel Lodge enthusiasts, uh, you still have a place to go. Speaking of old Vegas, uh, oh, God, this is terrible to, to say that, but Wayne Newton um, had to cancel some shows at the Flamingo due to COVID, and we hope he's doing better, and uh, that's you know a serious thing. It does seem like he's doing okay, but... It was just a reminder to me, like, I need to get myself out there to finally see Wayne Newton. I haven't done it, and it's been one of those things I've been talking about for years. And, you know, he was performing at Caesars before the pandemic. Now they've moved him to Flamingo. But he doesn't probably have like, much... like, uh, disrespectful. Well, I mean, you know, he probably isn't drawing as well. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he is Mr. Las Vegas. And I'm, I'm going to try to make a point uh, next month when he's when he's back and healthy again to go see him because... Uh, I want to go see his show and say I, I did. I wish I had seen him more in his prime, but uh, I'm sure he still puts on a great show, and I, I hope he's uh, doing better. Uh, it seems like he's doing okay. Yeah, funny enough, I watched Vegas Vacation uh, like a week or two ago, and you know he played a big big role in it, which was a funny part. So maybe you'll get brought up on stage and sing with him like they did in the movie. Yeah, maybe. I mean, my one Wayne <laughs> Newton experience was I was at the opening of Caesar's Palace when it reopened after COVID, in the opening moments there and Wayne Newton did like the the reopening ceremony there and he was uh, very gracious uh, to everybody uh, I didn't talk to him or anything but uh, that's my one uh, Wayne Newton uh, experience so I, I gotta I gotta do that and I would love to go up on stage and sing a duet with him that would be that would be amazing no it wouldn't be all right so <laughs> so the other news we got to talk about Las Vegas's Terminal 3 is 10 years old like where has the 10 years gone where has the decade gone it's still like the new terminal, uh, although it's uh, it's been a decade. I remember them building it. They rerouted streets. They uh, tore out all kinds of houses. They did all kinds of stuff, and uh, it's a great terminal, and it's the one that we recommend going to if you want to get uh, Ubers and Lyfts a little bit quicker. So it's still quiet compared to the other terminal, which I like. Yeah, it is, but I have noticed it's it's picked up quite a bit the last couple of times I've flown through, like, you know, three, four years ago. You could ride, and you'd be like the only person on the tram going from the Delta terminal uh, for the Delta gates. And now there's quite a bit, so I think they're funneling more people over there for baggage uh, check and all that stuff. But it's still way better than than going to the main terminal for sure. Yeah, it is. I think I do like the D gates, uh, which is in Terminal One. You know, Terminal One really is a collection of different gates, so it's like A, B, C gates are all very older and different. Um, that's C gates is where Southwest D-gates flies. Is the best yeah. for sure. 
Yeah, the D gates because it has the different wings and has like kind of the central area. The one problem with Terminal 3 is that uh, if your gates are on the extreme ends, then there's quite a bit of walking. And if you want to use the lounge, the club there is on one far end. It's kind of where the international gates are. So, you know, it could just be a lot of walking, but it's still, uh, it's still great. It's where I always go for security. I don't check bags, so it doesn't matter what airline I'm flying. Unless I'm flying Southwest or out of the A and B gates, I will, uh, I'll go use those. But if I'm flying out of the D gates, I go through Terminal 3 security. Pre-check is always quick and uh, take that quick tram over and uh, the rest is history. So I, yeah, I do love that terminal and it's now 10 years old at uh, Harry Reid International Airport. Maybe time to build another one. I know that uh, there's been some talks of that and uh, we'll see, but uh, Vegas, uh, the, the visitor numbers are pretty much pre-pandemic levels now. So they're very close to that and uh, Vegas is uh, bustling there. I want to talk about this crazy game that MGM is setting up, the quest around Las Vegas for, uh, for next month. Uh, but before I do, I wanted to mention Cash Freely. Uh, this app finds all the best cashback credit cards. We love using travel rewards and cashback to kind of save on our travel. And I, I'm traveling full time, almost exclusively using travel rewards. But what they do is they find the best cashback credit card offers, show them to you whether it pays them a commission or not. It's a free service. So it can be a great way to get uh, extra money for your trip to Vegas or wherever you're going. Put a link in the description. So Mark, MGM announced this wild, wild quest, right? It's taking place, I think, the end of June. So it's, I think it already may have started into July. And uh, what do you do? You go around, you scan QR codes. And then uh, if you do that, then you get an entry. And I think each person can get up to six entries. And uh, then you might win a trip with Usher. Usher, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a, there's a whole bunch of cool prizes they're giving away. Like you could fly on a jet with Usher, go to his concert, Go to the Super Bowl, a couple other big things. I'd like to fly the private jet. If Usher's on there, it doesn't really matter to me either way. But um, yeah, so you go, you walk around, you find these QR codes that are going to be hidden in plain sight. Try to find it, and you can do up to six. So it's like Pokemon Go for the Vegas lover, I guess. I, I don't know. Like They want people to go walk around and check their properties. They also say if you see the new commercial, there should be some co codes in there hidden that you can do. So if you're sitting at home, that's a way to do it, or pull it up on YouTube or whatever. Um, so I think that... That would be probably the easiest way for most people to do it. But something if you want to walk around and explore anyways, you might as well keep your eyes open. I know they put a hint in there that there will be some at the Bellagio Garden. So definitely check there for sure. My guess is it's going to be easy to find the QR codes. You're limited in your entries anyway. Yeah. So When they said six and you're in a drawing, I was like, well, that's no fun. Let's make it like really hard. <laughs> like uh, Ready Player One, like the quest for the eggs where it's like near impossible for somebody to find. And then they just win if they find it. I think that would have been way cooler. I agree, uh, and probably people are going to share the URLs on online and stuff like that, so I don't know. But anyway, I mean, I agree with you. The prizes are pretty cool. You have two VIP passes to Usher's new show at Dolby Live at Park MGM. Um, you have upgrade to MGM's highest tier level, which is Noir, which is great. Three-night stay at Aria Sky Suites. Uh, golf lesson with a PGA Pro. Cooking experience with yeah, an MGM celebrity chef. Too. Which is cool. You know, see, they have a cooking experience with an MGM Resort celebrity chef, but I'd rather do it with Guy Fieri if it was me. So I, Caesars needs to do their own <laughs> version of Caesars, of this. we only have four restaurants. It's by one of these chefs. <laughs> <laughs> now, they, they don't. If they See, if it was Caesars, they could give you a magic lesson with uh, Chris Angel as well. Oh, but, you uh, stole it. Ah, <laughs> see? I was waiting for you. 13 minutes in, you had all your chance to... No, no, I was gonna say, like, where's the Chris Angel experience? Do you get to, you know, be on stage or what? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I stole your thunder this week, but you know, got to mix it up a little bit. But yeah, it's really cool. Uh, we have an article on the website about it, 
If you're going to be in Vegas, uh, you know, during the time period, might as well scan the QR code, enter. And like I said, if you're not in Vegas, I don't know what's going to stop people from sharing the URL so people can uh, get the entries. So that'll be interesting to see how they police that. But uh, yeah, it's a fun idea. Maybe they'll, maybe it'll turn into something more robust uh, in the future. So now to the bad news, Mark. Uh, room rates are declining in Las Vegas. Um, that sounds like good news C- to me. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, good news for, our, I guess, for people who want to go visit there. Bad news for the casinos. A lot of, like, chatter. I read up several articles. Seems like casino executives are kind of concerned with what they're seeing. Derek Stevens uh, talked about how while uh, the bookings are still pretty solid at Circa and his other casinos, people are spending less. Um, they're spending less on food. They're spending less on beverage, on basically everything. Um, yeah, it's a decline in traffic coming over the border from California because of gas prices. Uh, it looks uh, it looks like things are they hit their peak and they're starting to to come down a little bit. Well, yeah, I mean, we we all knew that inflation and gas prices and everything was going to hit at some point. You know, it couldn't go on forever. And I, I thought it was interesting that he mentioned ATM withdrawals. Like they track, they even track that, like how much money is coming out of ATMs each night, and that's down. So I don't really like that. You know, the the amount of people is still staying steady. Like the bookings is staying steady. They're just spending less, so that means it's just more people like hanging out in the Fremont Street experience, just standing there walking, and that just leads to more issues. People standing on the strip. You know what we saw during the pandemic, where people were just coming and hanging out in public areas but not spending any money or doing anything it just congests everything so i hope we don't go to that point but you know we we knew that prices were going to have to come down they were already way too high for what you're getting you know the experience isn't anywhere near what it was three four years ago and they're charging you more and you know with inflation and everything else it's going to have to come down people are going to start stop spending money i'm guessing you know summer travel was already booked before inflation really started to kick in. So people are just going to, you know, go with it. They're going to spend less while they're on the trip, but they already paid for their tickets and their hotel and all that. You know, going into fall and winter, I think it's really going to drop off quite a bit. I agree. And we'll talk about the experience in a minute. But we also talked about how going into the summer, they were sort of like pricing their hotels at these really astronomically high rates to see if people would pay them. And I feel like some of the second tier hotels are probably lowering their rates because they weren't able to fill up quite as much you know, so they got the highest paying customers to book early and then they're lowering their rates. I think that's a little bit backed up in the numbers. Uh, CDC Gaming Report says Caesars uh, hotel prices are down 22% from their peak. And we know Caesars was trying, was charging crazy amounts of money for places even like Link and, you know, Bally's, stuff like that. The declines overall aren't 22%. They're in the single digits, but it is a start of the things going in the wrong direction. And which brings me to that us to that twenty five dollar Fiji water. Somebody shared this on Twitter from Memorial Day weekend, I think. But twenty five dollar Fiji water at Aria, yeah, it's a uh, it's. When will it stop? When will the nickel and diming stop? Like, I mean, this is insane. Well, we know that uh, Bethany at Bougie Miles has spent her entire FHR hundred dollar credit on four, like four bottles of Fiji water in the past. So the crazy thing is, there's like literally a CVS. You walk out the door, you turn. and it's right there you could go buy a whole thing a case of water for like 15 bucks or whatever so if i mean somebody must pay for it and that's why they always say if you complain about you know i didn't take that out of the mini bar they'll probably wipe it off because they make so much off of the people that do pay that it's like it's all profit um but yeah it's just insanity like that was the cool thing that virgin was going to try to do was 
keep their you know mini bar street prices what you'd pay at the store you know if you walk down into the main lobby area which i think is good then i'll i'd actually buy more stuff you know if the if the can of soda is 350 or four bucks i'm more likely to buy it versus seven or eight dollars so and you're still making bank i don't know it's just crazy i just think that this is going to push away all the people who are like first timers the people who don't really get Vegas, right? There's a, a lot of people who listen to this show, watch this show. They love Vegas and they have this sort of romantic relationship with it or this realistic relationship with it. But it speaks to them on some level, whether it's the spectacle, the lights, the over-the-top properties, things like that. But there's a lot of people that I talk to that, uh, you know, they're going for the first time or they just don't get it. And when you don't get it and then the crowds are bad, the service is bad, the prices are insane, you know, these people aren't going to come back. And you're creating less long-term loyalty, right? You're that maybe there's a whole generation of people who just love Las Vegas for what it was 20 years ago. 20 years from now, we're not going to have that generation because they're not falling in love with it. And this TikTok, uh, you know, I'll put it up on the screen, but this guy just talks about how terrible Las Vegas is. It speaks to me in many other ways. There's many things I love about Las Vegas, and but all the terrible things he's saying are right. And so if you see it like in that one dimensional way, um, yeah, I feel like they're doing long-term damage here. I feel, you know, it's, it's happening in other areas. I'm a big Disney fan. It's happening at Disney too. It'll be interesting in 20 years to see if they have the same level of love uh, that's been generated like from past uh, generations. I don't know. I thought that TikTok was pretty lazy myself. Like <laughs> he was a hater. He was a hater. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> everybody can hate any. Like people hate New York City and other people love it. People hate Paris and other people love it. Like that's just the way it is. Any major city or any major attraction, you're gonna get people that love it and people that hate it. To say it's expensive, everything's expensive. Like anywhere you go is expensive. That's a major city. So Vegas actually does have options where you can do it cheaply if you just do the little research and you know about it. Where like. Disney, you can't do Disney on the cheap. Like the ticket is the ticket. You can't really get around that uh, so much. So I think it was just, you know, one guy venting about he went to Vegas, lost money and was pissed about it or his, his wife cheated on him with somebody there. I don't know. But um, <laughs> the age old stories, right? What happened? <laughs> so I think it was just playing off of that. Like, yeah, it's easy to say it's expensive. It's dirty, whatever. Like, OK, that's that's anywhere you go. So. I don't know. I didn't. It was like, okay, if you would have given me a little more behind it, like, hey, you're not getting what you pay for. Like, if you would have gone into detail, like the rooms aren't clean anymore. Stuff that shows. Yeah. But this was just a guy that hated Vegas and saw TikTok and decided to make one. That's why uh, TikTok the worst. Imagine if he had paid twenty five dollars for Fiji water, though, he would have been even more upset. All right. There you go. So we've talked about Lake Las Vegas. You haven't been there, but you want to go there. And uh, it's a cool place. I don't know. Resort. I've seen the, those pictures. Though. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a cool resort out in Henderson, Nevada. And it's been growing. Uh, it's a master plan community, too. So there's a lot of housing there. Uh, but also there's a Hilton Hotel, a Westin, um, and some other uh, cool stuff out there. And the lake, which is basically fed, I believe, from the, the springs and the uh, Las Vegas wash. From people's poo-poo and pee-pee. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, the uh, Westin there is setting up in the lake. They have like a beach there. They have a nice pool and a beach, and then they have access to the lake. In the lake, they're setting up one of those like inflatable obstacle courses out in the lake. And yeah, we saw the, the pictures, and the lake water is not looking too good Yeah, from oh, above. It looks like, I mean, it's right next to a golf course. So the initial thing you think is like all those little man-made water areas on golf courses that don't have like natural 
uh, spring feeding it so they kind of mucky looking and smell a little bit funky. That's what I pictured. So instead of paying to do the obstacle course, you should get paid if you survive without falling in. You should get money. Like, hey, congratulations, you didn't get hepatitis by doing our obstacle course. I wonder when this became a... I, as far back as I remember, nobody swam in that lake. I mean, I, I've done paddle boating on the lake. You know, uh, it, it's fine. Uh, it looks good. It does not like it looks all bad when you're when you're out there. But yeah, that aerial view didn't look good. The other thing I noticed from Lake Las Vegas, and I guess this was announced a couple months ago, but we just kind of got notice of it or word of it. I think I saw Las Vegas locally tweet about it, is this new island community. Um, Lake Las Vegas, after the, you know, the Great Recession basically went into bankruptcy that most of the golf courses were shuttered the housing was like you know 20 percent built something like that obviously with the last few years it's come back they built a ton of houses there and now they're building this i quote unquote because i know mark's gonna get he's gonna have an issue with this island community uh, where they're building this man-made island out in the lake by kind of digging out an existing channel i love love the explanation Okay, anyway, you'll see Vegas, it. On I know, I know, Vegas doesn't have a lot of water, so you guys maybe struggle with the definition of island. But there's land connecting to the part where the houses are. That's not an island. Like there's land. I it's just a little bit of land where the road is. They could have built a bridge and done it the yeah, right they way. They, got, they cheaped out. Better. Yeah. But no, they went cheap and they left a chunk of land plus a road. With, and it's like that's not an island. And I love how he's like, yeah, the way we made an island is we dug trenches to have water fill it. No kidding. Yeah, he says, we accomplished this by taking a natural channel of the lake and trenching it and enlarging it so that we can connect that water all the way around the island. Uh, that's who uh, the except you said. didn't. You didn't connect it all the way around. You left a huge chunk. But anyway, uh, I don't know if they know that Las Vegas is struggling to keep water levels up. So I don't know if digging a trench and draining more water where pretty soon it'll be like a little, you know, like a drainage ditch where there's just a little bit of water going around. Hey, we, but we live on an island. <laughs> yeah. Now, I saw a picture of like this on Twitter of how it's doing now. It's still, I think they're still digging out this island. It was supposed to already start building, but... I guess that hasn't happened, so maybe they ran out of why money would, or something. I don't know. Why wouldn't you build the homes and then dig the trench? I don't know. Instead don't of know. having to truck stuff over. I will say, though, those <laughs> homes will be, it'll be, as much as we're making fun of it, they'll be pretty spectacular lots because you're going to be kind of out on the lake as opposed to on the shore because they're basically building this out in the middle of the lake. So I think it'll be spectacular when it's done as far as, you do have the little trench around the yeah. island, but you have the main it lake be, out there too. So. It'll be a really cool peninsula. Peninsula. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah. Let us know what you guys think. Would you guys swim in that uh, in that water? Um, yeah. The the other thing we had to talk about downtown really quick because we have one minute. Plaza started construction. They closed off their entryway, so they're starting construction on that carousel bar. And there have been reports of scooter gangs returning to the area. So uh, watch out. Watch your feet. As you walk down Fremont Street. So stupid. I hate them. Um, how? What? When is the carousel bar supposed to be done? Do you know? I don't think they've announced the time frame, but it's cool that they're uh, already starting construction on everything and uh, getting it going. So I'll, I'll get out there in a couple weeks and I'll film it and uh, show everybody the, the progress. Right now it's just a fence around it, but hopefully they'll start doing it pretty quickly. I can't imagine it'll maybe take all too long to build it. Maybe they'll finally open that door right by the pizza place so you can get in and out. <laughs> No, because they want you to go through where the carousel bar is. All right. No, but I'm saying while they're doing construction, maybe they'll finally oh, yeah. open up that door so you can do uh, the, which is decent pizza. Yeah. All right. 
So uh, let us know what you think about any of these stories we talked about. Uh, the scooter gangs, the swimming in Lake Las Vegas, ho declining hotel rates, any of it, leave a comment, smash the thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. Thanks so much for watching, listening. Talk to you next time. See you next week.